Hey everybody, what's going on? You are in the clubhouse with Mr. Lewis and I am coming to you to talk about the funeral business. Now, no, I don't want you to run to the funeral home tomorrow and go get a pre-need. Although you probably should get one sometime soon. And no, I'm not setting you up to have you run to the cemetery and get anything there either. Although, as with the pre-need in the funeral home, that is something you probably should do because guess what? We all are going to go that road one day and we need to be prepared. But I'm not here to talk about that. I am here to prepare you for something else that I hope you don't have to go through. But just in case you do, I want you to be ready. Since we have been going through this pandemic, a lot of things have changed. Grocery store, restaurants are takeout only, Target is only letting so many people in as people go out, etc. While it's not necessarily like that at the funeral home these days, it is quite different. Now, let me tell you what it's like on a normal day, meaning pre-pandemic. We get to work and whether we are going to be in-house, which means in the chapel, or we're going to a church, there are certain procedures we go through. We load the casket. We load the flowers. If we're going to the church, we go to the church. We unload the casket, set up the flowers. Um, we rope off the pews for the family. We set down gloves for the pallbearers and we open the casket if the family wants a casket open before the service so that people can come in and view we have a book so that people can sign the book and we are basically waiting out front or if we're in the funeral home in the lobby for all of the family to arrive so that we can start the funeral now once the family arrives and clergy is there and the family's ready to go we line everybody up, we say a prayer, we process in, we seat the family, funeral starts, they go through their order of service, and if they are going to a cemetery afterward, we process to the cemetery. Burial may be at 1.30, might be at 2 o'clock, but we get there, we do the burial, everything's done, we all go our separate ways. It's kind of the same thing if it's inside at the funeral home. Same process, we, we still process in, we seat the family, have the service, go to the cemetery if there's a burial, and then we go our separate ways. Well, now it is vastly different. There are no services at the church, so you're only we're only allowed to have one service in the chapel a day. We can have other burials, but those are direct burials, meaning they go straight out to the cemetery. So now... We get there early and we disinfect the pews now. And you, you only have a certain amount of pews that you can use. And the reason that is, is because you can only have 10 people in the service. 10, not 12, not 11, not 13, not 14 and a half, 10. They can't come in until everybody is accounted for or at the very least until the person who is in charge is ready to go. 
So we disinfect the pews. We put tissue down, but now we put the tissue down inside of bags with gloves and let them get their own tissue. If there are any obituaries, the obituaries are sat at the particular seats where they're going to sit. And we do have the pews marked off with blue tape six feet apart because the family, again, has to six, sit six feet apart. So that's about four pews, two people each. So once they're seated, well, let's go back to them being outside. So they get there at about 1050. Let's say everybody's there. When everybody's there, we have to line them up outside six feet apart and kind of bring them in six feet apart. One person goes up to the casket. The next person stops at the first pew, gives them their space. As they go to turn around and go sit down, the next person comes up. You do this until everybody is viewed. Everybody who wants to view is viewed and then they're seated. Once they're seated, there may be a song allowed if the family wants to play it. Somebody may speak if they want to, but generally you go right into the eulogy because you have about 45 minutes to do whatever you're going to do, including viewing, before we exit and go out to the cemetery. So <clears throat> when it gets to that time where it is time to view, you go to that last pew and instead of asking everybody in the last pew to stand up and go around as you do in regular funerals, you get them one at a time. Person on the end goes up, they walk all the way up, they view, as they start going back to their seat, you bring the other one up. And you do that on all the pews. Everybody views. And as they view, if we're going to the cemetery, you ask them to exit the chapel. So that by the time, what, what should happen is that by the time everything is done, it should be just the director and his fellow staff member in their closing and locking the casket. So you're not having the time that you used to have with the family. There are no 100, 200 people, 150, 200, 300 programs, two-hour service, none of that. Some funeral homes, mine included, is starting to stream services. So if you are in Texas, Louisiana, or even Oakland, and you're just not one of the 10 that can go, you can watch it online. But once again, it's a far cry from what we all know. Again, the importance for me telling you this is because everybody doesn't know this. And if mama, daddy, grandmama, granddaddy, brother, sister, auntie, whoever passes away, I don't want you going to any funeral home, specifically out here in the greater Bay Area, in Oakland, believing that you're going to be able to have the big funeral you are accustomed to. You pick your 10, you go to the funeral home, you literally go to pay your respects, have a small, small viewing, and then you exit and you go to the cemetery. And even at the cemetery, you're not supposed to have a large gathering at the cemetery. They real, Realistically, they only want about 10 people and they give you about 20 minutes. So when 
the grounds crew from the cemetery comes and they remove the casket out of the coach and they take the casket and put it on the lowering device, what they would like is for you to perform the committal. If there's going to be any committal performed and then back away so that they can do what they do and exit the cemetery. For someone like myself, who is used to being with the family from start to finish and being hands-on and walking mother to her seat and walking the son to his seat or walking mother to the casket to say goodbye to her loved one and doing that for everybody in the immediate family, especially in that first row, you're no longer able to do that. You have two people on the service, but one person remains outside the chapel. There's one person who is in the chapel, but when that other assistant comes in the chapel, they both have gloves and a mask on. Most of the family members do as well, but now you're talking to people with gloves and masks on and wiping the casket down before you get ready to leave and things of that nature. So it is vastly different from what we are accustomed to. My hope is that it goes back to the way it used to be, but I doubt it will in some cases. Uh, I don't know if, I don't know that the masks will always be necessary. And we wore gloves anyway, but we wore gray gloves. Uh, almost like Paul Bear gloves, but they're gray. Now we are wearing black rubber gloves on our services. We don't, we try not to get that close to families. There are no books because we can't afford to put the pen down and have everybody touching the pen and all that stuff and, and spreading the virus or put anybody at risk. And again, if the family decides that they don't want to sit six feet away from each other, we can't make them. But most of the families have been compliant. I mean, if you got an older person, some people will go sit next to that older person or a husband sits next to his wife or vice versa. And that's okay. But gone are the days of, oh, we're all going to fit on this one pew. You know, and we have this whole side. No, no, no. It's, it is, again, it's vastly different. And it's taken some time to get used to. Uh, families hear it when they're in there making arrangements. And it's one thing to hear it, but it's another thing to actually have to go through it. When you are in a chapel that you know seats two, three hundred people, and there's 10 people in there, including clergy. And you only have 30, 45 minutes as opposed to an hour to two hours. As we know, generally speaking, black folks do with funerals. It kind of blows your mind. And it almost looks like the staff doesn't care because we are so hands off. But believe me, we do care. We do want to be right there for you. We want to guide you through this as that's what we're taught to do. And that's what is in us to do. But we can't right now. And rather than have my people go to funerals, not knowing what to expect. I want you to kind of have an idea of what you're walking into. I know it's not easy. I know it's not perfect. 
I know it may not be the way you want it to be. But in order for us to get back to where we were before all of this, we have to do this. And we're going to have to continue to do it until this thing is lifted and we can go back to some sort of normalcy. So again, if you have to plan a funeral, if you want a funeral during this time, and you don't want to wait until it's lifted and have a memorial or whatever, then please understand that the funeral home is going to ask you if you really want to have a service only because you can only have 10 people, not 10 people at a time, not 10 people go in, they come out, 10 more come in. No, 10 people, period. And once the service starts, it starts. So you got to be on time. If it starts at 11 and the family has walked in, most of the time they don't want people coming in after they've already closed the doors. It's almost like going through TSA now and getting on the plane. You know, once you've gone through TSA, if you left something in the car and you have to go back out to the parking lot of the airport and get it, you can't just run back in the side door. You got to do that all over again. And so now it's like you're clean coming in the funeral home. We want you to stay that way. So tell your family, look, 11 o'clock means 11 o'clock. They come late. It's up to the discretion of the funeral home and the funeral home does not have to let them in. They may let them in at the end. If there's going to be a viewing, they may just give them an obituary and say, you're welcome to wait outside for your family. It is really up to the discretion of the funeral home and you don't want to have that issue on that day. So make sure you get there early. The other thing you must take into consideration and, and we're learning more things as we go along because we're not in contact with all cemeteries, but I know that there is a cemetery, uh, Queen of Heaven Cemetery, and you can look that up to find out where it is. I know exactly where it is, but you can look that up. But Queen of Heaven Cemetery out here in the Bay Area only does burials for COVID patients at like 8, 8.30 in the morning. So... If you have a person who has succumbed to the coronavirus, and believe me, the funeral home's going to know and they're going to tell the cemetery, you're going to have your service on one day. You're going to have the burial the next day if you're going to Queen of Heaven Cemetery. And their burial is at 8 o'clock. I don't know why, but that's their protocol. A co-worker of mine went to uh, Lone Tree in Hayward a week or so ago uh, for a burial and they came out, grounds crew came out full hazmat, full hazmat suit. It's not to be disrespectful. They're taking precautions. So if you go to a cemetery and they are in full hazmat suit, please don't be offended. They're simply doing that for their own protection as well as the protection of the family. It may look awkward. It may rub you the wrong way. But again, please don't get offended. We are all taking precautions to protect ourselves as well as any other families that we come in contact with. So to recap. Loved one passes away 
whether they have the virus or not, you go to the funeral home, you're hell-bent on having a service, understand that it's going to be 10 people and 10 only. You're going to get 30 to 45 minutes depending on the funeral home. After that's over, you're going to go out to the cemetery. You can have as many cars as you want to go out to the cemetery, but realistically, they only want uh, about five or 10. They only want about 10 people getting out of the car. Also, if you go to a place like Rolling Hills and you do have 20 or 30 cars, for those of you who are listening to this and know Rolling Hills well and know how spread out it is, they are going to ask you to park strategically in places where you can stand off at a distance and still kind of see what's going on. Right now, you're not going to be able to crowd around the uh, actual site and watch the casket be lowered and, and do like uh, you know we are accustomed to doing in our culture. It's not happening right now. You might have to park 30, 40, 50 yards away and just watch from a distance and have, I mean, damn near have the whole place around it because they don't want the crowds. They, they just don't want it. It's not the same right now. And once again, I'm not telling you this to try to scare you. I'm not telling you this to try to deter you from having a service. I just want you to know what you're facing when you get there. Now, my hope, my prayer is that what I'm saying to you right now are just words. Meaning you hear what I'm saying, but by the time all this is over, none of your loved ones will have passed away and you don't even have to worry about it. But in the event that it does happen to somebody you love, hell, if it happens to you and one of your friends or relatives is listening to what I'm saying right now, they can let your family know what the deal is so that they won't walk into the funeral home blind and be devastated and hurt by something that the funeral home did not mandate, but the law did, and we're all just trying to be compliant. May God bless you. May God keep you. And I'll see y'all on the other side. Peace.